Every company has breakdowns in their revenue process. Sure thing deals slip into next quarter, competitors creep in and swipe deals away at the last minute, and deals getting single threaded that don't get to power. These are just a few examples of revenue leak, but there are a ton more, and they're preventing your team from reaching their sales targets. That's why I'm such a big fan of Clary's revenue platform. It's the only tool that actually helps leaders take control of their revenue and thrive through any market conditions, especially when things get tough. You can't afford to miss a single detail, but you also can't be leading by gut. Clary combines the science and the art of sales and sales leadership. So go to Clary.com if you want to answer the most important question in your business. Are you going to meet, beat, or miss on revenue? Welcome to the Live Better, Sell Better podcast with your host, Kevin Dorsey of Inside Sales Excellence, the number one Patreon group and YouTube channel for tech sellers and tech sales leaders, where we dive in deep for tactical advice on how to book more meetings, close more deals faster, and lead sales teams to success. But we don't stop there. We also focus on the person in salesperson. We talk about mindset, goals, time management, and so much more. So thank you for listening. And if you're interested, head on over to patreon.com slash inside sales excellence. Now with that, grab a notepad, get ready, and let's dive into the good stuff. One thing that I, so I, Katie, I, I like when you speak to coming from medical Cause it's kind of, there, there's a lot of content out there about like selling to sales leaders, MarTech, sales tech, stuff like that. Um, but like you target doctors and for me, I target engineers. And one thing I fight is that when I want to have that brand and kind of speak to my audience, I feel like I need to be an engineer and maybe that's just like a complex thing, but is there, I guess maybe you can explain it differently that kind of, you don't need to be an engineer, but the opportunity is it just like educating them and showing that you're hearing problems, educated about those problems. But once they see that you know it, that's what they're trusting, even if you're not an engineer. If that makes sense, bit of a rant, but for, for sure. Morgan, you can jump in here first and I'll, I'll wrap on it. So this is a, it's an interesting question. I get asked this quite a bit. And so I think one thing that you could think about is being a curator instead of a cur- creator. And what I mean by that is taking insights. And I hope LinkedIn does this someday because I told them they should do it. So hopefully they do it. If they don't, then, you know, it is what it is. Is creating subsections for for certain top topics and industries, right? So obviously on LinkedIn, it's sales marketing heavy, right? And that's all you see. But if you could just go like, oh, I want to I want an IT section. I want to go to the cybersecurity section. That'd be massively beneficial because that's, the lane you play in. So when I say being a curator is once a week, right? Maybe you listen to an, a podcast in the engineering, medical, and IT space. There has to be something out there for it. I, I don't know what it is. I'm not in that space, but there, there has to be, right? So you listen to one episode, right? And let's say it's C, a CIOs on there. And so what you can do is Take that interview that you listen to. First of all, it's beneficial for you because now you're becoming a subject matter expert. I believe everyone can drive to start being a subject matter expert, right? 
versus being an influencer, which I feel like is not a route to really focus on. It's about being a subject matter expert. So when it comes to prospecting, you know, most people might see me as like, whatever, whatever, but I'm a subject matter expert in prospecting because that's what I did and still can certainly talk about. Right. So I'm, I'm always studying on prospecting and figuring out like, what should I be doing? That's why I wrote down the CEO hover. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Right. I'm going to like figure out like, does that work or not? And so as I'm talking about being a curator, it's taking that podcast and writing down, what are the three things you got from it? Right. And then tagging that person, tagging the company. And then now because you tag that person, that CIO, other CIOs are going to be like, oh, cool. Like that was an interesting insight that they gained. And then now other people are going to start seeing that from you. And so when you think about building the brand, it's not hosting every single day, getting yourself out there. You don't need to do that. It's all about being a curator from the content you're getting from a podcast, a blog post, commenting on these CI if they have content out there as well. And so that, that would be my uh, take on that uh, from other people that have done something similar to what you're trying to do. Um, I know someone in cybersecurity space, like that's what they did. They just, they are a curator. They're not a creator. So it takes the pressures off you. Love it. I think that's, that's phenomenal, right? It's, this is where I, I preach though too. That's what's been so fun, I think, for me in my career is I've sold in six different industries now. None of them sales, by the way. I've never sold to the sales industry, right? Like, but I learned the prospects that I'm going after. And I've, I've talked about this before. The customer interviews are huge. Go talk to 30, 40, 50 customers and ask them the questions that I teach to go ask. But the second, one of those bonus questions you can ask them, where do you get content? What are your favorite blogs, your favorite podcasts, your favorite websites? Like I just did a quick Google, by the way. This is also, by the way, I think just a skill set of mine at this point. Where do programmers hang out online? I'm just an expert Googler. So now I've got a list of where do they hang, where do they hang out online? I can see what they talk about, what they're worried about, what the issues are, what they complain about, right? So I think understanding your prospects' pain points in their day-to-day, that's why the buyer's matrix is also such a great exercise to go through. Um, That's what I'd recommend is talk to 30, 40 customers if you got them. Create your own board of advisors, right? You sell to programmers, go make four programmer friends. At least pretend to be their friends. I don't know. It's up to you. But go make some friends. Talk to them. Shoot them a text. Shoot them an email. Like, yo, does this make sense to you? Does this talk to you at all, right? And you start to learn about how they make decisions and go through those things because that's the key. The better you understand your prospect, the better it all works, right? Like selling to doctors. I'm not a doctor. I'm not. I am not a doctor. But to Morgan's point, compared to a doctor, I absolutely am a subject matter expert in terms of how to run a successful business and acquire patients. That I am a subject matter expert in compared to them. I don't pretend to be anything else. Oh, well, do you have the latest lazy? No, I don't know what lazy you're talking about. No idea what lazy you're talking about. That laser is not helping you get new patients. That's where I can help you, right? So that's where I'd lean into is what are you a subject matter expert in that applies to their work? That'd be the only extra thing I'd throw.